the ASOS podcast. Yeah, so basically I've been watching this documentary um, called Hip Hop Uncovered. And basically it goes, it talks about like the movers and shakers in the background of the music of the hip hop industry. And, you know, like you've got, I've always said that some artists have these godfathers, if you like, these dons that stand behind them and make sure that they don't get robbed, don't get extorted or, you know, basically the streets stuff doesn't affect them too much. And this documentary puts a spotlight on them. So there's one guy called Big U, who was like a big crip back in the day. And he's like, obviously from LA. And he's very much integrated with the whole industry there. So a guy called Haitian Jack from New York, who's like a bad man from there. And he's brought through quite a few rappers. Um, big Deb, who's Rucker Flucker's mom. She's on the show as well, along with her brother, I think it's called Benny. And basically it's just, it's just really interesting to see how, how close like i already know how close the streets are to hip-hop but it's quite interesting to see the people that are actually the streets if you like hear them talking about it and the stuff that they've had to do for their artists to make sure that their artists are okay and um i guess what other way they get paid and also the history that they have the street life that they came from and how i guess hip-hop grew out of the out of the gangster shit that we that they all experienced as a, a young age um on top of that, on top of the gangsters that are in the show, it's also got other like musicians as well. Dr. Dre's been interviewed as part of the show. Um, Dallas Austin, the producer, TI's in there. Um, there's a few others in there as well. So it's just it's just really interesting the way they talk about how it all just links together. And I guess something that's always kind of been, I guess, an unspoken truth is now being spoken about. Like even if we talk about like things that have happened recently or relatively recently that are put us put a spotlight on it so for example with drake's beef with pusha t and how um, james prince came out to back drake and james prince has always been like a silent party with regards to drake but he's always had drake's corner from the very start so basically he's drake's godfather if you like he's the one that makes sure that no one touches drake so when everyone says oh <clears throat> drake ain't a bad man he's not a bad man himself but he has bad man, he had bad man people behind him that make sure that things get regulated if need be. And that is why Drake acts the way he does, like like he is a bad man when he's not. But yeah. You can do that, innit? If you've got if you've got someone like James Prince in the background, you can do what you like, man. But anyway. Well actually, can that, I talking what? about Drake, what do you guys think about him getting this one, two, three? Do you think he deserved it off that project? It's like when Leicester won the league a few years back. They won the league because everybody else was shit. <laughs> and that's what it is here with Drake. There's been no notable releases that for the past, what, two weeks maybe? Like, at least for singles. So that's probably why he's managed to secure that top three because he's just t- timed his release well. To be fair with Drake, whenever he drops something, people got to listen to it anyway, whether just to find out if the song's good or not. So he's going to always get like a certain amount of streams. And although Scary Hours 2 was a bit shit, well, Lemon Pepper Freestyle was pretty good. And then yeah, I was. think there's another track from that that um, project that went to number two. But it wasn't all three tracks from the same project, was it? That went. It was. It was all three tracks from it the was. same project. What's oh, next? Well, um, I, I, the other one with Lil Baby, I think, and Lemon mm-hmm. Pepper. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was that. yeah. I think Lemon People was like the th- was third, didn't it? it was like it was th- yeah. Uh, so that was the best track, but it's okay. anyway. Uh, I don't know, but it's Drake, isn't it? Like Drake just has a massive buzz. It's like that's, that's why if you if you feature Drake on your song, by default it's a hit. 
Yeah. So, I can't knock him for it. Does he, des- does he deserve it? Not off the strength of this release. Off the yeah. strength of his career. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I think it's more off the strength of his career than it is off this one project. I don't think this, that project was particularly good. So, I was quite surprised. But then, at the same time, am I? No, I think his following has become a little bit cult-like. <laughs> so... And deservedly so, though. The guy's been yeah, absolutely. putting that for like, what? Is it 15 years? No, oh, yeah. Like no, I think it's, it's like since 2009, 2010, it's like 11, 11 years. So we're, we're, we're getting close to that, that yeah. sort of... Well, what I will yeah, say, yeah. If, if you look at the actual top 10 in the Billboard, a lot of the songs are quite old as well, so there's mm. not been much music that's kind of taken yeah. the world by storm, and obviously Drake drops, so everyone's going to listen to it. So it's the not, only it's not other reflective song of how good it is. The only song so, that's competing with was Anderson Park and um, Bruno Mars' track. And that yeah. wasn't really as that, that is although it's a good song, that's not your pop song that you're gonna go and put on the piece sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's actually interesting because I think the songs are ordered in the actual track list to their E P or whatever it is that release made. So track one is number one, track two is number two, and track three is number three. So basically people are just playing the E P on the Pete. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if half of that is just Jake pay for streams as well, you know. I'm not saying he has to, but I'm sure that I think every artist, every big artist, pays for a certain amount of streams. I don't care; they all do it. So really, they do. I think it's just like before. yeah, there is a lot of um, there is a lot of sort of jigging the numbers around yeah, in like, the industry nowadays. But, but, but it's always been the thing, though. It's like back in the day, as a big artist, yeah, you, you'd have um, a situation whereby you would have your you'd pay to have your songs played on the radio during yeah, the peak hours. That is true. And yeah. rather than doing that now, they're just paying for streams instead because people, like, was it Gets that come out the other day and said it? Like, people look at um amount of streams something's had more than the quality of what it is. Mm. And it's true. People look on, go on YouTube and be oh, this stream's got like 10 million views or 20 million views. Like, let me view mm. it too. But if they see a video and you've got 5,000 views, they're like, oh, I don't care. But that video with 5,000 views could have been like a new song, a new singer. A new rapper that is like absolutely crazy, but people just don't bother giving it time of day. So yeah, yeah, people do lead by numbers rather than quality. Well, saying that, isn't Facebook um, aren't Facebook streams or something? There's been a change recently. There are more. Str- there's another platform that their streams are going to be. Well, I know counted. YouTube was put in like I think last year, right? But I don't know if anything else has. I haven't heard about that. I'm sure I'm I heard something no. the other day about this, but anyway, yeah. Wow, interesting. Cool. It's funny because he was thanking Bow Wow so much, and I th- it, it brought up um, a really interesting subject to me, and that is like Bow Wow's kind of impact on the industry versus how corny I find him as a person. What's wrong with why? Why, why do you attack everyone? What's wrong with Bow Wow? <laughs> What is wrong with Lil Bow Wow? Listen, oh, am I not the demoralizer? As, as an, as is that not my job? Bow Wow's a lot of stuff that makes him corny. Let's, let's keep it real. He has. But I will say this, right? After, no, just, listen, after the Bow Wow challenge, yeah, you can never say the guy is not corny. What was the Bow Wow challenge again? A, that was, was a plain thing, innit? It was a plain when you take a picture <laughs> yeah. of like somewhere where, where like. Oh, somewhere. yeah. I remember that. that I forgot was... about that. I forgot about you that. You see? Okay, okay, but this is what I'm going to say, right? I feel like, generally speaking, and I think maybe it wasn't as bad for Bauer as it was for Chip, but I think they're both kind of in the same boat whereby they made music at such a young age that it 
put them in a position, if that makes sense, that they probably wouldn't have wanted to be in. How am I trying to say it? Basically, you know when you're a young person, you do certain things, right? But the world never sees it. And it's, it's okay. Then when you become an adult, that's the real you. And whatever you put out at that point, that's that's what you are, right? But Bow Wow was making, obviously, really kiddified music. Right? Young no, age. listen. He should have been. And listen. Then, his corny behaviour is arguably more of an adult an issue adult. than when he was younger. He was cool <laughs> when he was young. It's true, it's true. Yeah, he was like Mike. Yeah, everyone wanted to be Bow Wow or be with Bow Wow. Do you know what I'm saying? His corniness came with his age. It's like, you know how you're supposed to mature as you age? It's like the reverse for him. I think it's because of the fact that it's like... (sighs) I just think with Bow Wow, it's the case of... In his adulthood, his fame obviously dwindled and... In search of fame, he just started doing corny things, and he mm. should never have done it. But that's what he did. That's Didn't he was. say something about Little Mama as well? Do you remember? And she had to, about having a relationship oh with her or something. But, you know, he has done so many unforgivably corny things. Everyone like, said oh. they're brother and sister because they look the same. I think that's what it was. And he was just trying to say, nah, we're, we're no. No, she had to come out and make a statement like, I never nah, slept. So, nah. I'm sure it was L- him. Little L- L- Mama is co- just as corny as him, so I'm not even having that. Come she's on, cornier, bro. You forget in what she did with Jay-Z and, and Alicia Keys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's not do that one. But, no, nah, do you know what, right? Barrow's corny, and I'll tell you what he's, the corniest thing he does, right, is this, it's his, it's his need to kiss and tell. I don't understand that with guys, you know, you go and do something with a woman, just keep it on the low. Not we keep it on the low, it's like a secret, but why are you broadcasting to the internet? It's not necessary. Like the other day, um when Keisha Cole and, and Ashante were having their um verses and Keisha Cole was like really late and he said, Oh, she was never late when I called her over to my apartment at like two in the morning or something like that. I'm like, Why why? What was the need for that? Like it's unnecessary. Everyone knows that Bow Wow bagged a whole bunch. Yeah, of I was about to say it's a clout thing. Yeah, but I'm saying that's sad, isn't it? To me, like that's that's more corny than the Bow Wow challenge. Shit. Do you know what makes that even worse is that he is this guy who has had this massive impact on the industry. So to see somebody who is like, we should be able to hold him up on a pedestal, but really he is just becoming this corny old man. It makes it feel even more cringe, you know? Head up, head up. But anyway, I just wanted to raise that issue because obviously Drake was giving him bare praise and I thought it, it just, yeah, it's funny. Cool. Shall we get to a review? What are we going to review? Let's do it. Manny, pick one, that. pick one. In fact, hold on one second. Before we even get there, I'm pretty sure we need to drop some Drops from socials. Come on. Yeah, follow us um, on is on Twitter, isource underscore, follow us on Instagram, isource underscore. We had some good engagement on Twitter this week. Uh, shout out to uh, Ollie's homie. What's his name? Oh. The one that was, the one that dropped that, that, that tweet <laughs> about Ollie on the bed. <laughs> Yeah, that was banter. Oh, Gerald. Man like Gerald. Yeah, man like Gerald, mate. He killed you. That was hilarious. Do you know what? I keep picturing it in my head now. Ollie, like, spread out on the bed. 
<laughs> in fact, he'd be doing that right now, maybe. No, I'm, I'm, I'm in a Herman Miller chair. I'm crying as you do. Nothing but the best for me. Jeez, chillaxing, baby. Um, yeah, so follow us um, online. Shout us out. We'd love to we'd love to chat to you guys. Um, if you want to speak to me, uh, follow me on Twitter, Emmanuel890. Oli, watch your socials. Yeah, you can get me on Twitter at OCClark underscore 10. Get all your retweets there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I started to quote and retweet now, so I'm levelling up. Oh, oh, oh. One day I'm going to have my own thoughts on there. <laughs> <laughs> the the secret to, to, to share. It's going to be a wrap that day. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to shut down Twitter, bro. Yeah. It'll be worse than when Kim Kardashian put that photo out. What photo? The one of her went with the top of her bum out. Do you remember? Oh, they're on the champagne. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Funny how you honed in on one one specific thing there. Uh, do you know what? That was a really bad picture. I don't think about it. Yeah. It looked really that cartoonish, was, uh, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. and it was super photoshopped as well, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Cool. Who hasn't given their socials? Afia. Uh, Earsource.afia, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram. And you can find me at Mr. Matty Lee on Twitter and at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee on Instagram. I liked, cool. I liked how you introed your socials that you can find me, Mr. Matty Lee. It's like a garage <laughs> MC. Is that, oh, right, no, no, no. 21 seconds you can find me I'm still at you <laughs> 21 seconds again <laughs> so like, so like, what are we starting with shot. first oh, can man. we start let's... with Tiggs yeah let's do it let's why, do why it. would you start with the best first do you think do you know what? yeah let's, let's start with Tiggs no, if you think he's the best, I say we save him for last. We're starting Tiggs. Fuck it. Tiggs it is. Let's go. Tiggs, okay. Go on. Go on, Ali. Let's take, take. So, this album, yeah, I, I'd never heard of Tiggs the author before. Um, One thing about Tiggs is you probably have heard him, but you can't put... You, like, he's one of those artists whereby he features a lot. Okay. Yeah, he's on Nines' project, and I see, and I think he's on Stormzy's project as well. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I, I would have definitely heard him then. Yeah. And, oh, moving like a ninja, like a little shinobi. Um, cool. So, I actually really enjoyed this project. There was energy, there was loads of different sounds. I feel like the content was good. It was the right amount of, like, thoughtfulness with just... A sprinkling of just like casual listening, and then like a couple cruddy tracks, like the last track with nines. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I I thought the album was really good. I mean, it, like it started off okay, and then I think hands down, when hands down came on, I think that's track four. Um, it just it just picked up, it ramped up ma- massively, and at first I thought Tickets of Awful was like a selection of people because. Every track sounded so different in terms of delivery. And 
I don't. I, I think I'm wrong there. Unless you guys can correct me. I haven't had time to research him, but I like the album a lot. I found it a lot of fun. I feel like you can play it in any any kind of mood you're in, and you'll enjoy it. It's just it's just a good album. Good album. Decent lyrics. Good beats. Fire. What did you guys think? I thought it was alright. I thought it was like a blended sound, really. It was it was mellow. It was I think he tried to bring in some Afro beats and a bit of um UK R and B in there as well, like try and mix it all up. But yeah, it was like it didn't capture me fully, um, and I have to correct myself. He wasn't on Stormzy's track. He was with um, Jay Huss. He's been on Jay Huss's project. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, like I, it wasn't exhilarating for me. But if we're looking at compared to anything else that came out this week, this is probably the best project that's that was out this week. So I wanna. Um, okay, comparing it to Central C is a bit of a sticky one. Joint <laughs> best. And there's only two projects that we reviewed anyway. So. <laughs> I'm not saying this to Mark. I'm just saying it like because we need music. Yeah. Um, yeah, this year's been a bit weak for music. Well, I'll say yeah. You know that like, when you go to like Costco or something, you can get the Danish tuna biscuits. Oh my god. You know what like you know the ones yeah, like it's, it comes with that like, little paper paper thing, it's got like three biscuits piece, little paper cupcake muffin thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what this album felt like. So the reason why I say that is they're all Danish biscuits, so they're all done by Tigs the Author, but they're all different shapes and sizes of the biscuits and the songs had like different vibes and sounds. But the biscuits as a whole aren't actually that great. They're nice, it's just they're not great. That's the kind of vibe I got from this this album. I think I think that was a better way for me to sum sum up my, my review. Do you kind of feel like he's trying to be Masego, but not really get get all the way there with it? Any Masego vibes from this project? I, I did. I you did. Got I agree. Vibes. No, not Masego. It's like I can pick up hints of influence in yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, I I get that. I, I, I do get a lot of influences, like influences, but not Masego. Yeah, maybe not Masego, but something, something that's inspired something, by Masego. Something in well, that not... sort of um, category, so to speak. You know, there's there's a blend of, like you were saying, it's kind of like a chocolate box almost. And in each song, I felt like I could, f- if I were to take time, sit down, I could eventually pick out the influences. If you get what I mean. It's not apparent any, straight away. Any, if you really artist, listen, it's there. For any artist, I think every artist is influenced by someone and and something. So I feel like you could sit down and pick out the influences for any artist, whether it's pop or hip hop or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't think it's a negative. I, it's just an observation. Uh, but I don't think it's a negative. Uh, I'm gonna do my review next because I feel like I've heard a lot of negativity. I, I gave a glowing review. Literally no negativity. It, that, it was like biscuits, but the biscuits weren't good. That's what you said. So they're not great, but they're good. Okay, all right, okay.
I'm gonna just go straight out there and say this album reminded me of when you dunk your your McVitie's digestives in some really rich hot chocolate and it comes out nice and soggy and just melts in your mouth. That's that's what this album was. It was really enjoyable and I just thought to myself, it was a little surprise actually. I didn't I didn't really expect this for him because like I said, like Manny said so he's not as always hear of him and hear about him but you never hear him if that makes sense so you, you hear him on other people's projects but you know anybody could feature on anybody's project that's that's not necessarily their sound so to hear him in his own element i was quite surprised by the um the sort of sounds i was getting it wasn't um it wasn't just that pure uk rap it wasn't grind that's for sure and it wasn't joe it was just like quite an eclectic sound really this is this the way this, apart from his accent and some and the way he raps and stuff like that, the only way, well, say you wouldn't know where this guy is from because the music is like very, like I said, it's, it's without uh, it's like obvious like. wide. <laughs> how do you feel about just with you making that point? How do you feel about the, when he sings? He sounds quite American. I feel like it's inevitable to sound American when you sing sometimes, even mm. if it's just because of the way you pronounce certain words. Yeah. So, like. I feel like when you sing, I think it's inevitable. But I also say that when you rap, it's it's unnecessary. So, yeah, it's I don't mind when singers do it. Like LMA does it, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, I agree and with then, you. I and do. And on the flip side, Georgia Smith does it sometimes. But I think that when she doesn't do it, I think she sounds a bit off. So I say, I don't know. So, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with the singing. Because I think when you talk about the singing... That isn't even being sung in an American accent, if that makes sense. Unless they're unless it's pronounced in a certain word in a certain way. Most of the time it's just it's just singing. But yeah. Anyway, I think there's an American me, lilt to it, but go on. For me it was a really um it was a really good project and uh, it was like I really enjoyed and I'm gonna go back to and listen to um many times. Blame it on the Utes was a just a surprise for me and a very welcome one. Also, my my favourite track. Oh man, I don't remember which, which one it was. It might so, be. So my favourite track was "Fly Em High" with Nines. See, I feel like that's a really easy pick. I was I was going. "Fly Em High" was hard. Yeah, that's a nice. It was track. it was a really good track, but I feel like I feel like. Um, suitcase like... of sins or just a little were highlights of the album. That was a hard track as well. So Do you know what it is? It's, it sounds like it's FIFA music a little bit with some of these tracks. Do you know what I mean? I can see it. I, I don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> Matt, Matt definitely knows what I was talking about. Okay, okay. What What do you mean? Explain. Like FIFA music is usually like a global sound. Like it's not really, you can't really tie it down to any specific region. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's yeah, like, I hear you. You're talking Shakira music. No. Yeah. No. Not like Shakira, but Shakira Pepsi Cola advert kind of Shakira. Yeah. Yeah, that's not, what I'm thinking. Not, not, there was not, a not, like Waka Waka Shakira. There was an album we listened to um, not too long ago. What album was it? I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I might, I might not have kept it. 
I didn't keep it. Forget me. Uh, didn't like it that much, then, did you? Nah, I was trying to say we listened to an album a couple of weeks ago. And we literally said it was... Was it Casey Veggies? And we just said it was basically FIFA music. I was just trying to remember what it was. But I can't remember. Hmm. That was it. Javon fell in love in Brazil. Oh, yeah. That album is basically FIFA music for Afia. If you remember that. That was a good album, but you guys weren't feeling it. Anyway, um, has everyone given a standout song? Did you give one, Afia? Afia hasn't done a review. I haven't done my review. Anyway, anyway, um, no, actually, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. <laughs> it was no, it was it was a good project, and you know, we were talking about hearing the influences and things. I actually really enjoyed the way the influences were put together to make the tracks. So even though I could hear them quite heavily throughout, that was not a bad thing. That's what I was saying. I feel like... you hear Prince in the background? There was so much... um, It was just a vibe. I really enjoyed it. This is the kind of thing I would play in the summertime at like a barbecue. Or, you know, when you got people over in the garden type of thing. That mm-hmm. sort of situation. That's what this felt like. It was nice. It was interesting, different, an easy listen. Is it something I'm going to think about grabbing on a regular... I feel... I'm talking like we still use CDs. I was going to say grabbing off the shelf. Like, what? But do you know what I mean? Like, is it something that's going to be heavy in my rotation? Probably not. But it's a nice project. And I can see why he is well-known in the industry in terms of taking that it's it's very unique and creative and I think you can tell on the projects with nines how the the track with nines how that uniqueness livens up the the I don't know how to explain it it's just nice it's cool it's good I enjoyed it because, you know, I'm always talking about hearing new stories, rah, 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 different things. I feel like this project gave me that. Hmm. I feel fulfilled with this project. That's what it is. You've got that, um, what's it? The introvertedness in it. Is that the right word? No, it's not. But anyway. I didn't hear that. You got your, you got the self-reflection from him in this, in this project. Not just that, but just like the fact that it's a very unique sound, but it's and it's very well put together, and you can feel it is. Even though each track is so, it's like a sort of like this chocolate box. It's each track still feels like it has his print on it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I really like that. It's not my type of music, like the thing that I'm going to listen to every day, but objectively i can appreciate this and i think it's it's just in, it's nice to see this coming out of um britain as well yeah cool so what do you give out of, out of five it'll be the tune he did with nines i like that one and yeah i also what? felt like it was a bit obvious but i felt like it was the best one on the project so okay that's nice another thing but what's your score Oh, sorry. Um, my, <laughs> sorry, my score is... I'll give it a four. 
Oh, okay. Wow. I wasn't expecting that from you. Um, I'm blown away. Me too. That was like no, overwhelmingly really positive. I yeah, why not? It's cool. Afia, you need to you need to bring balance to this world. I can't wait for your next review. <laughs> Manny, what's your score? Um, it's a three for me. Uh, I think I think this album needs to be tested outside a bit, like. In a, like a brunch kind of vibe setting, so I can really appreciate it. But just listening to it normally, yeah, um, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't grab. I, I didn't think it was terrible, but equally, I didn't think it was amazing. So I think three's a fair, fair shout. Okay. I get what you said about the brunch thing. I was trying to, I was trying to figure out where would I play this. I know it's a social situation like that, but it's what is it? Brunch thing. is good. It's a, it's a summertime thing. That's what it is like. A barbecue, a brunch, could be out in the park or like a speaker. It just needs to be with the sun shining and people mm. having fun. That's what it is. It's an it's a upbeat, up-tempo album. And it just brings, it just gives you energy. Yes, I believe in the right environment, you just get that energy from it. So, yeah, this is what I mean. Like, like I said, this is, like Ollie said, this is what I said before about the about Javon's um, album, is that it was released at the wrong time because it needs that sunshine to, to really enjoy it um, because of the way the beats are and the, and the music composition. So, yeah, it's one of those things that these artists obviously going to release the music when they do, but I, think, I don't understand why they never think about the fact that they're making a summer album and they release it in the winter. I don't, I don't really get it. Or it's spring now, but maybe that's what he's done. He's released it early so that it people still have it in rotation come summer. I always think but spring is a great like, time to do that. Why do you mean? I always think spring is a great time to release a summer project because it gets you in the mood. Like you shouldn't do it too early in spring though. You should do it towards the end and it just gets you in the it was, mood. It was like April, like borderline May, I would say sure. But I feel like the way music is consumed nowadays, that this album will be forgotten about by the time summer comes around. So mm. people aren't going to yeah. oh, let's go back to that Tiggs album. Like, no, they're not. It's just going to be um, whatever's fresh and ready at that time. Fair. To be fair, Summertime's probably going to be dominated by um, releases from Jake and J. Cole and Kendrick anyway. So maybe it's best to have it out now when everyone's listening. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Dave dropped as well, to be honest. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, shall we drop the next project? Should we talk? Oh about wait, wait, wait! I, I ain't given my rating yet. Oh wow! Well, we did haven't. you give yours as well? No, I didn't. There we go. Okay, what are you giving it? I'm giving it a three. Okay. And I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt, and I'm gonna give it a. Actually, no, I'm going to give it a three. The reason is, I think it should be a four, but for the same reason as Manny, I'm not giving it a four. I think if I listen to this album in six months' time, I think that it would be getting a four. But um, right now, it's a three. But then, should you not rate it the way you would feel about it at its peak, sort of? Like... I can't, because I can't guarantee it. Because you can't might, experience might, it. Okay, might, fair I enough. Might, I might be in the park one day playing it, and I'm going to be like, oh, this actually didn't bang how I expected it to. 
So I can't give it a rating that I'm not yet experienced, if that makes sense. I hear what you're saying. We're holding these artists responsible for their release dates. I hear you. Indeed, indeed we are. We are. We have to, it has to be done. It has to be done. <laughs> honest. Um, okay, so is there any news in the hip-hop world right now? Anything going on? Was there any big awards show or anything like that recently? Um, I don't know. There might have been something um, a couple of days ago or something. Maybe Sunday I night. Like, I feel like um, there was some some show in America. I think it was called something. The gramophone, something was it? I'm yeah, thinking. yeah, the phonies. Oh, oh, the Grammys. Yeah, the Grammys. Ah, okay, yeah, that's it. yeah, that's it. Yeah. So anyway, I was looking through the. I didn't watch the show. I I rarely ever watch the show. It's really long. But um, I haven't even seen the performances either. I don't really care. To be honest with you, but I saw the I saw. Okay, to be honest, with you, the only um performances I probably would have wanted to see would be Megs and Little Babies. But I saw clips from both of them. What about Anderson Pax, man? Yeah, did he live. perform? Yeah, he did. Him and Bruno Mars performed. I think. Oh, uh, that'd have been good. But, like, but they're not going to be doing much, are they? And I don't know. Little Babies wanted to see a bit forced and contrived as well. Like, I don't understand. I'm not. I'm not saying that little baby can't be from the streets and also be have politically charged music, but I just don't really get it right now. What's going on with him? Because it's like he's turning to what Kendrick Lamar used to be, and I'm just confused, I guess. But anyway, um, yeah. What? Wait, hold on. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Unpack that. It's music. It's just about. It's just like talking about like police brutality and stuff like that now. Like he's like he's become. He's become a butterfly, Kendrick. Yeah. Like so the, the way I see little baby, right? He he claims to be the voice of the streets, isn't it? So okay. We when, when's a... the last time you heard? When's the last time you heard um gangster rappers talk? Oh, no, sorry, not gangster rappers. Gangsters talking about oh, we need to unite and come together to to combat the police. When's the last time you heard that? Jay Z talks about that all the time. Jay Z. Yeah. When's the last time Jay Z was a gangster in the streets? That's what I'm saying to you. It's not the same thing. There's, there's a difference. In well, okay. Well, no. Tupac. Tupac then. No, even T-Pak, recently. Yeah, Tupac was around in 1992, bro. Come on. You no, just no, said just... give an example. You didn't say okay, when. Okay, so the last time then. So I said, I said, tell me the last time I said that, right? And so recently, like, The Dream and Snoop Dogg went to the police station or whatever it was and they held that whole sitting thing. I don't know what they were doing. But point being, you know. in the streets no more. My point is that little babies meant to be rough and raw and from the streets. This is what he's talking about. What you say? What's his name? Is it What's the dude's name? Is it The Dream? What's his name? The Game. The Game? He's in the streets. Okay, The Game did do that, right? And he's in the streets. But however... However, it's different. It's different. He's, he's not a young. He's not a youngster doing this. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly it's different. It's, it's, that's what I'm saying. So I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, by the way. What little baby's doing is a good thing. It's just that I'm confused by it because of the fact that I don't expect it from him. Let's put it that way. Like I'm expecting him to be. The last time people yeah. done this, I think it was like Kendrick and Logic. People yeah, like that. So what did they do? 
like making music around the subject matter and trying to like unite the people. Like Kendrick had a whole song called I, where it's like that sort of stuff. So and then Logic was talking about how he's biracial. <laughs> Just as black as his cousin. I'm not, I'm not having this, like and Felicia. Rap, rap rappers have been talking about police brutality for the longest till yeah. now. Okay. Like NWA Public Big Enemy. Police. Public Do you know what I mean? Come on, man. Wait, it's wait, ingrained wait, wait, wait. in, yeah. in hip hop. Okay, but I'm talking about it's the way he's doing. Did you see his performance? I didn't see Yeah, it looked. Um, I, mean, you, I, I saw a clip. About, he was like facing up with police. About, he's not talking about it's, it's It's the way it's being done. It's, it's like it's, it's red. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's not white. It's like a little baby. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But like, even in the UK, we have people that get political, like Dave. We have. Um, well, Parsonu just did it recently okay, with Mahalia. In the UK, I don't think, I think, like, maybe gets aside, not even just gets, there were a couple of them, but no one's properly on this whole proper moving weight thing, yeah, and talking about that sort of stuff in the UK. No one. Dave talks about how he was making deals with the Russians, but he wasn't, okay? He wasn't doing that. So, so all this things. Is the no, daily no offender. Baby, Little baby was fully in the streets, right? I remember what you call it. A young fuck said he had to pay him to stay off the streets because he was making so much money out, out on there on the road that he didn't want to record music. Okay, so my point is that it's just a bit weird to me. That's all. I'm not saying he shouldn't do it. And it's a good thing he's doing it. It's just, it's odd to me. That's all. Yeah, and I, I, I'm just going to agree to disagree with you here, man. Like, okay, I do enough. feel like... That's fair enough, because the only people... The only, the only rappers talk NWA, about police brutality. The only person in NWA that was actually in the streets like that was um, Easy. And, Can I just and... say one thing, Matt? Go on. We don't believe you. You need more people. Oh! We don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> now that I can finally get around to the next part of what I was going to say, I think the award winners are hilarious. When you look at, let's let's ignore the, the top awards of record of the year and album of the year, because that would include musicians from um from different genres of music that I don't listen to. So, for example, Billy Eilish won um, record of the year for everything I wanted. I've never heard that song before in my life, but whatever to that, right? Taylor Swift won album of the year. I didn't Folklore. even album. So again, whatever to that, right? But then when we get to best R&B performance, and Beyonce won it for Black Parade. Like, I love Beyonce for who she is, and uh, she's got a great voice, and and she's a great performer. But I don't even think. Oh, okay, okay, I must have had Black Parade. So this is my album, but that never stood out to me. As a song, how is that one best R&B performance? I'm just confused by that. That was never seen as a big song at any point. And I know it shouldn't always be about... What, um, Brown Skin Girl? No, Black Parade, not Brown Skin Girl. Oh! I know it's not all about um, how successful a song is. It should be about quality, absolutely. But how that has been picked out as the best quality R&B performance or song, whatever, I'm just confused by that completely. Um, we get the best rap performance, right? You had Big Sean of Nipsey Hussle, um, Deep Reference was in there. The Baby Pop, the Pop, I don't remember that song. Actually, I do know that song. That's actually a decent song. Um, Jack Harlow, What's Poppin', I know that um, Afia loves that song. 
<laughs> the bigger picture. That's the song he performed. Pop Smoke Dior. That song was huge. It's still is huge now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Clubs open now. Dior would tear down every club every night when it comes on, right? It's not only that. Like it's actually inspired a whole new sound for a whole yeah. bunch of artists. He ripped that mm. off. Mm, yeah, you remember when has. we were talking about um, what's his name, oh, Abracadabra, and you guys were saying he's ripping his sound off. After we had that conversation, I went to have a little check, and there are so many um, it, it, people in the states coming out with that sort of music it, now. It, it, he pushed it in America heavy, right? Don't get me wrong, but that Dior sound that is UK, that is UK Joe. So uh, although Pop Smoke put his own deep voices and stuff like that. I give him that, whatever. But that that general sound is UK Joe, so anyway, he, he popped it in, in America though, I'll give him that. How Megan the Stallion won that with um, Beyonce for Savage. I don't know. This is the thing. Well, I, I think it's because of Beyonce. Savage no, was huge. Yeah, Savage was huge, man. What we just it was, said. It that was, was because of the remix on, with Beyonce. Hold on, hold on. What did we just say there? We said that it shouldn't just be about um, how successful the song is, no? And then now uh, the wait, wait, hold on. You're absolutely right. It's not about its success, but it's okay. also about its cultural impact. Yeah. Savage led the way. It became an anthem. And it also led the way. Okay. Wait, hold on, hold on. That. It led the way that. and popularised. I would accept that. TikTok dance movement. I don't know if that's true. Was it Savage? It was Savage. Savage. Oh, I thought the City Girls were doing that before Savage. No? Am I right? Savage took over and made it really popular. It was so popular on TikTok. It's it's, it's just not consistent. I thought I'd make it to you. That's all. I just don't get it, but whatever. If, if, if you're going to say one of them should have won, I think now the three that Beyonce won, that, sorry, now the three that um, Megan won that night, I think that's probably the one that... Um, mm, she got best newcomer as well, and to see who, who she was up against, because she was actually good as a newcomer. But I think Roddy Rich probably should have won best newcomer, if anything. It was even nominated, I don't know. Um, Roddy, Roddy Rich got shagged. For sure, because 100%. his album was number one for how long? Oh my god! That yeah, he wait, got wait, 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 wait. Who got shagged? Roddy was... Rich. What in what category? Say best newcomer. Best, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of 100%. the year. Is that is that the whole discussion about the Kanye thing? Mm, what? Yeah, what? When, oh yeah, because he, he what you call it, he kind of reenacted. What, what was this thing about this urinating on this trophy or something? Kanye West urinated on, on his Grammy, in it, and I think Roddy just kind of like replicated it, but, but he never had a Grammy to do it with. Well, did he win a Grammy? We're gonna go through the list. Does anybody else want to go through the next one, Song of the Year? Which I like to sing. No, continue, continue. Okay, so Song of the Year. For some reason, Beyonce Black Parade is up there as well. Roddy Rich, The Box, The Box, you know, that song was huge all year. Taylor Swift, Cardigan, never heard it. Post Malone Circles, I think I heard that one. Dua Lipa, Don't Start Now, I heard that. Really Irish, Ethic I Wanted, I never heard that. Her, I Can't Breathe. JP Sachs featuring Julia Michaels, If the World Was Ending. I think I might have heard that song. Honestly, I love her. I think her is an amazing songstress. And she makes great projects, and she can sing, and she's a good performer. 
I saw her live and she was amazing. I never heard this song before. I'm pretty sure I never heard this song before today. And I don't know how that one song of the year. I don't understand. I don't get it. Is this for cultural impact as well, Manny? Yeah, this would have to be a cultural impact, I think. How about um, the impact? It, it, so this song was in obviously in response to George Floyd, of isn't course. it? So, but that's nonsense if that makes it the best song in the year because it was made about George Floyd. Anyway, we continue. Best I time. think it's not. I don't. I disagree with you. I don't think it's nonsense. I think you think that was the best song the of, you think of all the songs you heard last year. You think that was the best song, and, a, and a, from a balanced perspective. Look, I haven't heard this song. Hold on, hold on. I haven't heard Billie Eilish's Everything okay, I, I Wanted song either. Because you don't so, listen to her but, type of music. But her is, I just, her just looking for, at the title, music. just looking at the title, I can already understand why it's been chosen for Song of the Year. It's talking about, it's a black songstress talking about the George Floyd incident. It's in America. It makes sense to me. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to agree there. Like of that list of like of the nominations, even I don't think there's anything that should get song of the year over it. Like the actual nomination what list is quite. The box was a huge, huge song. That yeah, it's a huge song to us. We listen not to, to us. Up. It's not to us. You can't like. I know we just said that the, that the numbers aren't the key thing, right? But you can't have the level of success that it had, and it only be us that's listening to it. That means that song, that that song crossed the borders. It it crossed over to mainstream everything. That's what it means. So yeah. So wait, Matt. You're, I think you're getting upset with this fact, right? Not like, getting upset. I'm what is? Wait, hold on, hold on. Let, let me speak. What does song of the year actually mean? It's the best song of the year. That's what it means. It means so, therefore, you're not talking... That song that is universally loved. In, no? Guys, on, one at a time, on. one at a time. Man. Yeah. Then you're not talking I'll ask about... I the question, I was answering it, so why am I being stopped? Yeah. Go on, carry on. Wait, I'm going to ask... I'm going to go back to your question, right? So, you, you've answered the question, what is Song of the Year, right? Universally mm-hmm. loved. I don't think that's what Song of the Year means in this context. I think it means the Grammy... Um, jury are looking at the actual song creation, like the lyrics, everything like that, and are attributing this song of the year based on that, not on what it's done. Okay. All right, record-wise, I, I, I understand that, right? So if we're gonna, if so, we're taking that what you just said there, yeah, and the quality of the crafting of the song, the lyrics, the beat production, stuff like that, yeah. Okay, how did Megan Thee Stallion win? best rap performance with Savage over the lyricism of of Big Sean in Deep Reference. Can you tell me that then? It's I not, can tell you this. It's also the, the visual performance. It's, no, no, no. It's, it's, no, no, no. It's I, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I, I agree with you. I don't think Megan should have won that. I don't think there's anything that she should have won that she was nominated for. But I feel like there's, like, how can I put this delicately? I feel like events that have transpired and <laughs> her personal life and where she's come from has all played a massive part in this. And the fact that she had the world, like globally she had the world, 
hooked on her songs and her performances. So I can understand why. And when you add in Beyonce as well, and that Beyonce crushed it and everyone was gassed. Like, no one listens to the original. Everyone listens for the Beyonce music and for Beyonce remix. I'll tell you what, right? I'll tell you what. So I can I understand like, it. I feel like she deserves the award, right? Because after getting shot in the foot, she was she was working it on that dance floor. So they got her. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But but if you, if you want to say that, I mean, I'm 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 going to slip a I'm, I'm going to put a toe in that camp and I have a toe in there and I'm going to double down and put yeah, another toe in there. there. Not the ankle, but it's my toes and, and, and the balls of my feet, but 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 not the heel. Not the ashy heel. The ashy heel is staying outside of the circle, but I'm there with you in it. I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not there yet, though. <laughs> Man needs some WD forty kids. Nah, um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. But um, yeah, yeah I did, I, I don't disagree with song of the year. I, I think song of the year is fine. I, I'm gonna disagree a bit. I said I love her, but that was not the best song. You love who? Uh, all the song. Her, her, her. Who's her? her. Huh? I love her. <laughs> but I, 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 all of the songs that came out in twenty. 20- during that Grammy nomination period, whatever, that it was not the best song, man. It was bullshit. Yeah, well, look, no. at, look at the nominations. The yeah. only one that can be... I know, and, I know, and it probably shouldn't have been nominated in the first place, to be honest with you, but it is what it is. Anyway. As long as it weren't Post Malone. I'm going to agree to disagree with you there. Best Latin pop or urban album. I don't listen to that sort of music, to be fair. But I see my guy Ricky Martin in the list and he didn't win, so I'm upset about that. But Bad Bunny won. No people love Bad Bunny. So, yeah, big up him. Best melodic rap performance goes to Anderson Park for Lockdown. And, okay, let me, let's me let let's go through this list. Right, so the baby featuring Wendy Rich, Rockstar's on there. Drake big featuring track. Lil Durk, Laugh Now, Cry Later. Wendy Rich, Not really Bob, melodic. Travis Scott, Highest in the Room. And nah. Anderson Park won that. I'm, I just don't get it. I do not understand. Who should have won that? Who should have won that in your opinion? Anderson is sick, right? I, I think he's such a great artist, but he definitely did not really deserve to win that. I feel like that should have gone to Wendy Rich or Travis Scott. One or two of them. I feel like the it should have gone to the baby or Wendy Rich. So, well, we all agree. No, Wendy Rich. Wendy Rich did with the box made a lot of sense. That song was sick. So does Rockstar. Rockstar, Rockstar makes sense was as well. a good song. I don't get me wrong, I did like it. I don't think I don't think highest in the room should have been in that in that list. It's the worst song there. Not. But you know, I I I like that song, but I can understand why it. it you could, I agree with what you're saying there. It, was it one of the top songs of the year, or for melodic rap? Probably not. But I did enjoy the song myself. Best pop solo performance: Justin Bieber, Yummy, Doja Cat, Say So, um, Billy Eilish, Everything I Wanted. Dua Lipa, Don't Start Now, Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar. Bro, why is Cardigan everywhere? Why is that song everywhere? I don't get it. I don't get it. I've never heard a song. Me neither. (laughs) But, like, I normally hear one Taylor Swift song a year when it's a big one. I've never heard Cardigan. I've never heard Cardigan, though. Like, like, I never heard it on the radio or nothing, (laughs) so not not sure what's going on there. I'm going to just skip Best Country Album. Best New Artist you had... What? Okay. Best new artist, you got Ingrid Andrus, Phoebe Bridges, Chica, Noah Cyrus, D Smoke, Doja Cat, Kate Renata, and Megan Thee Stallion, right? So, 
something I'm a bit confused about is how King Chinada there and how Doja Cat there. Because they've definitely been around for a couple of years. At least three or four, I would say. King Chinada's been around for longer than that. So I have no idea how that's the list. I would have thought that Wendy Rich should have been on that list. I'm assuming he wasn't there last year. So anyway, Meg won that. On that dun, list, dun, dun. Honestly, on this list, right, I can't even knock it, you know. I feel like Doja Cat should be ranked higher. Fuck Doja Cat. Uh, she should see get deleted. I mean, these, against these everything work, we hate about really, her. These was really Why do you guys not like Doja Cat? Oh, when you find out what, why we don't like her. You Is this about the tiny thing. chat thing? Yeah. Well, of course oh, I know okay. about that. Oh, you're okay about that then? Okay, cool. No, it's not that it's okay. I think that... No, no, no. It's not that I think that it's okay. I think she... I think she has some issues that she has to deal with. And I yeah, she doesn't to seem right. Okay, yeah, and I'm not going to... Especially when you... There is clearly some deep hurt there when it comes to her relationship with her father, who is her black parent. And I... I see some confusion and hurt in her that needs resolving. Oh. And that's what I think it is. And I'm willing to... She's young as well. Mm. You know, and I think mm. I'm willing to give her the opportunity to... I'm not. I am. Because not. I am. I am. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I got the time for her. The reason what what gets me right is that she wasn't just talking about black people either. She was talking about black music and black everything. Right? She didn't like any of that stuff until she started making money from it. Okay, so I don't like that shit. I don't. It's just like it's like Pink almost. Like Pink was like, oh, I don't want to make hip hop music. And as soon as she like started making money from it, she carried on doing it. But then she when she stopped, she started coming out and saying this shit. A lot of artists do it. Didn't even Miley Cyrus do it as well. She was like, oh. um Hip hop music gives a really negative. Um, I I didn't know Doja Cat said that. She some she got a whole bunch of negative shit about black people and black things. I know she, like, I know about the incident on Tiny Chat, and I know about the incident regarding black it hair. It wasn't a incident. She was doing it for she was a, a long library of stuff that she was doing on Tiny Chat. Or, and that uh, okay, I thought it was like this one day. time or. No. I did not know she was saying black music is she rubbish. Was there, rah, rah, rah. She, she was on it like every day, like MSN. <laughs> what? And she was saying what exactly about hip hop? Trashing it, basically. Just trashing it. That's what she was doing. Mm. I don't have quote unquotes right here in front of me, but I know that's what she was doing. That's my last thing. <laughs> See, uh, this headline is well. Deja Cat denies stripping for white supremacists. <laughs> Do you know what, yeah? <laughs> Every That's once in a while, there is a headline about a celebrity, and I think to myself, if you get to a point in your life where people are writing headlines like that about you, like, it's just too much. I mean, <laughs> if you have to deny stripping for white supremacists, like, it's a lot. It's really a lot. This is what she was doing. Um, anyway, where are we? we need to get through this quicker because like, this is like a long list. So I'll just skip some, right? But anyway, best pop duo group performance was won by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande for Rain on Me. Um, but people probably upset that like, BTS never won it, I guess. Um, Justin Bieber and Quavo were in that list as well. 
Um, best traditional pop vocal albums, one by James Taylor. Best dance, one by Kate Chanada. I love Kate Chanada, he's a really talented artist, but I didn't think his album was very good. But I'm not a massive electronic slash dance fan, fan anyway. So maybe this project from him was a bit too dance for me. Um, skip best rap, skip best metal. Um, best progressive R&B album was won by Thundercat. It is what it is. I don't think I've listened to that album actually. I need to um, I need to listen to that. I'm pretty sure I haven't. Has anyone else listened to it? Yeah, so, no, I haven't. What do you think? No, I haven't listened to it. Oh, so okay, so no one listened to that's bad. So we're gonna we're gonna review that next week. Um, who else? Is, what other characters? I'll say that again. Sorry. What's so? I'll say no. What's the next one? I'll say before I go on. Um, Janai Aiko Chalombo, Chloe Haley, um, Ungodly Hour were also in that um category, but they didn't win. Um, best R&B song was won by Robert Glasper, featuring her and Michelle. And well, I'm never going to try to pronounce that, but it's called Better Than I. Imagine. I think I've heard that song, but I don't know where I heard it. That was the winner. Um, so that came out of top of Beyonce Black Parade, and Chloe Exhaley do it. And Tiana Major Nine actually, and Africa and Collide. I didn't know that she was. Nominated. Best R&B album was won by John Legend for Bigger Love. That one above Ant Clemens, Givion, and Gregory Porter. Um, that, I remember this album, it was a decent album. That was a good album, I can't lie. Best rap album was won by Nas for King's Disease. And that was also up against D Smoke, Black Habits, which was a great album. Really was there this, like, a moment for Nas as well? Because he hadn't this is his first ever Grammy. Yeah. Okay, you know what? This reminds me right, of um, a few years back before Ryan Giggs retired from football. And he was 40 years old. He retired from football at the age of 40. And I think he won the PFA Player of the Year at the age of 36. And obviously, he'd been playing football at the top flight since the age of 17. And people said that he wasn't the best player that season, but he won the award because he's been him up for so long and he never won it. And I feel like this is not a... Not, King's Disease was not the best album to come out last year. Or, or in, over the last year. It wasn't. Freddie Gibbs' album was definitely better. I think... That Whose album? Was, Sorry? Freddie Gibbs, The Alchemist, Alfredo. The other very no, good no, was. no. Black Habits was a very good album. And also West of Five Nine, The Allegory was a very good album. And I'd rank all three of them above Narcissus King's Disease. And I'd also, no. say, I'd also say... That from this list, I think there were better albums released last year anyway. So, um, but Nazis King's Disease winning it, that is just nonsense to me. Wait, wait, but wait, don't don't gloss over this. What? So, when Nazis' album came out, I mm-hmm. think we all, we all listened to it, and yep. Matt wasn't feeling it, Manny and I were, and I said there was, I believe I said there was something that I didn't like about the album, like I couldn't put my finger on it. It felt like it was trying to like break into the youngsters' sound, and with some of the features like of Lil Baby and stuff, like it kind of put me off. So anyway, after he won, we had a discussion about him winning this offline. And whilst I agreed that the nomination list is missing out people like Johnny Lucas and some other good albums, 
of that list, it is the best rap album. I listened to most of those um, again. Jay Electronicus was trash. That was basically Jay Z. Mm, it really wasn't. It was basically Jay Z. Jay Electronica even um, rapped on more than half the album. So I don't know. He, it's his album, it. but Jay Z raps for half of it. So how is it basically Jay Z then? If it's, if it's, it's basically Jay Z, it's mostly Jay Electronica. It's fifty fifty. It's, it's like it's like it's like what's the thirty two? Forty, but they go carry on. Okay, fifty one forty nine. I'll give you that. Not that, but um, five nine. It's better than that. D Smoke. Where's the five nine album was crazy good. Yeah, it's better than Voices. Okay, I listened to it, but it's better than Voices. Definitely better than Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist. Alfredo was a return to form for Freddie, but it wasn't that great. And let's not forget that Freddie's still undefeated in court. If anyone caught that video. Um... (laughs) And D Smoke was actually a really good album. That was actually a really but good album. Would, Again, I don't think it should have been in this category, though. I'll say that because he's doing a lot of singing on that. Yeah. I don't think of a rap album. Yeah, but like, I actually listened to some of these albums again uh, yesterday. Yesterday, I listened to some of these albums again. And listening to King's Disease again, it, it's aged really well and it actually is a really good album. So I doubled down on my four. And I think it does deserve to be in the category, but I don't think it was the best rap album last year. I don't think so it was. Anyway, at all. as you were saying, it wasn't. It didn't deserve to win the award. But anyway, as we, as we of, of that selection of art albums, it does deserve to win in that. In that, we can move, we can move forward. <laughs> I I agree um, with Oli. Yeah, I feel like I have the the albums in that list, King's Disease definitely deserve to win. Yeah, hundred percent. And not even. Oh. Like, I think you need to listen to it again. There's only like I two love bad Nas. tracks. I think Nas is a great rapper, right? And I don't know how he's never had a Grammy before today, before, sorry, this week. I think that's outrageous, in fact. But that album was, as we as we often said about Nas, he works on a TikTok um, schedule. And the tick being good, the tuck being shit. And that was a talk for me. But anyway, um, best rap performance. Um, Meg won that for Savage. We already said that, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we, um, we've gone down now. Um... Best country, best jazz. No one listens to jazz like that here. Best Latin jazz. Why is there a difference in jazz? Um, I've got one that you haven't covered yet. Um, Best global album. Big up the man. um... That that I'm not gonna lie to you, right? You didn't deserve to win that either. What? I said what I said. Oh my days, yo, Matt! I think you're sipping on some haters tonight, man. You'd be I'm sipping not, tonight. What was, what, who, was, who wasn't in that, that list? You telling you'd me that there was? You'd be sipping. Look here, there were UK rappers that released. Okay, you tell me. In the album. best global music album. Yeah. Okay, who who, who else deserves to be? I don't see that. I think so. Tell me who else in the category. Um, Food Chronicles, Anti Agora, Babel, Gelbito. Oh, Love Letters, Anushka Sanka, Amadija, Tinari, Wien. They really should have won it. So hold on, there were no UK artists in there then? No, no, because this, I don't, I, I don't know. The thing is, the categorization, yeah, for I the Grammys is weird. Like everything that's not American or South American, that's what I thought it would be. Because okay. I kind of, I feel like UK music, they, they mesh it in with the awards as well. Like Harry Styles is 
nominated in like the normal categories yeah, as well, Yeah, right? Styles lives in America now, doesn't, doesn't he? That's where he lives in LA. Mm, and also, BTS is in there as well, and that should be global. So, okay, all right. I think, I don't know how they do it, but I assume BTS are in the main categories, even though yeah. they're South Korean, isn't it? So, that is a red one. Yeah, uh, yeah, that is that is the list. Wait, we we've missed out a couple that needs to be mentioned. Like what? Uh, best, video? best comedy album, Tiffany Haddish. I ne- I never heard it. Have you? I haven't heard it, but I'm happy that she won it. I don't even find her funny. <laughs> so I don't care. <laughs> she's not funny. She just forces every time every thing I see her in. She's forcing it ever. I see her stand ups. I've seen her, her, her movies. I don't understand how she gets these roles because she can't act and she's not funny. No, come on. I you think she does okay trip. in movies, but um, so she is a caricature. Like, and yeah, what's what's I mean, it's, 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 what's the film like, with her Queen Latifah? But then, is she doing trip. anything different to she a lot trip. of black male comics? I think the same thing about Kevin Hart. So it's not like I'm being harsh on her. Mm. I think Kevin Hart in most of his movies, he's not funny. But in in um, have you seen that stand up? He's hilarious though. Have you seen that? Ah, uh, stand up. This is a bit of a controversial one, but if he stand up, he gets progressively worse. So if you, listen, if you watch like I'm a grown, I'm a, I'm a grown funny man or grown little man or whatever, that stand up is absolutely hilarious. And then seriously funny is like seriously funny, and then it just goes to like <laughs> funny. <laughs> I think Laugh at My Pain is um one of the best comedy shows ever. Laugh at my pain. Nah, mm-hmm. laugh at my pain is not seriously funny. So nah, yeah, it's 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 all right. It's 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 not it's not top five. Laugh at my pain is the one I seriously like, funny. Yeah, it's really good, obviously like, as well. Yeah. I'm a great I, I, I the same thing. It's like not, I, I'm not saying it's about Tiffany because she's a woman or whatever. I just don't find her that funny. I think there's other female comedians that are funnier than her, and um. I'm not even shitting on her. She's done well, so congratulations to her for that. Congratulations to her for winning this award. Never heard. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, and, it needs needs to be and, said. And, Who was it? Like, she slept with that. Yeah. They they said it wasn't true, and then they found that it was true. I don't know. I don't know. It was a rapper, a singer, or someone. I just remember I the know. fact that she kept, <laughs> she kept talking about Beyonce every time she was she was a rider. I remember Beyonce. <laughs> And the last one I want to mention is best contemporary Christian album. I don't think you mentioned that. Oh, and others. Do you believe in Jesus? I believe Jesus is king. I believe he is king. I'm asking you a question. Do you believe in Jesus? Let's answer the question. I'm trying to answer the question, Let's but every time question. I'm saying something, you cut me up. Do you believe up. in Jesus? Yes or no? I believe in the higher power, yes. Okay. Is that higher power Mind Jesus, me, do you though? In Jesus? Yeah. You don't. And I fear, do you believe in Jesus? I believe that there was a historical figure called Jesus. I believe that there was a historical figure called Jesus. Whether or not he is the Messiah, I do not know. In Jesus. I said, yeah. As a she historical yes. figure. She does. 75% believes there's a higher power other than Jesus. Question. The question was, Jesus. do you believe in a higher Jesus. power? That's fine. The question was, do you believe in Jesus? Yes or no? Jesus, yes, but yes it comes with many no. names. It's a binary question. It's a but in question. what way? Do you mean as, as a man or as, it's a, as yes a religious? Or no. Do you as a religious in Jesus? It's a simple question. As a Holy no. Ghost? 
Jesus, let me tell you, I do not know this guy, Matt, and he's trying to discredit your beat. Do I believe in Jesus? Yes, I do. Jesus. Yes, there's many Jesuses in this world, though. Which one are you referring to? Pray to Jesus that um, Kanye West makes a good album again. Um, I was going to say. (laughs) All of that to say that. I know. This is why I wanted to bring it up because I, I knew Matt oh, was shit, like, time. I got to go, guys. Fuck it up. So, <laughs> Kanye won his 21st Grammy. He's now one behind Jay Z. He got Best Contemporary Christian Album. I think it was an amazing album. I love Jesus King. Um, and yeah, I, I wonder how all the other gospel singers I feel about it. I, I, I didn't obviously listen to these other albums, but I'm sure that these guys would be pissed by it because that album, I didn't listen to it. I think I listened to it once, and I thought it was like, if it was pa- in paper format, I'd wipe my ass of it. It was that shit. And I thought these other guys must be upset about the fact that they basically, they probably put together really good projects, but they just were overlooked simply because Kanye West was in the same category as them. Listen, those other albums, I listened to one of them, and one of the chats went, Joy to the world, the Lord is It was like... Like, it didn't have the sauce. You know what I'm trying to say? It didn't have the sauce. Kanye, Kanye brought the sauce back into gospel music. He brought, he brought about the sauce. Was, was, was not good. That's what you're saying to me. It gospel music it, can be wonderful. It just... It can. Yeah. But, like, these ones weren't as good as Jesus is King. That's, that's the fact of the matter. The problem is that 99% of gospel music is boring. Do you know what, right? I think I think my issue that I have sometimes with Oli and Kanye is that I've never really idolised someone the way that Oli does. So I don't understand. <laughs> I don't what? honestly. I've never have. Like even with Dr. Dre, although yeah, I yeah, you do. You idolise. You idolise materialism. The only one. The only person. The only person <laughs> close to me idolising is Dr. Dre, right? And even then, when he's got, when he releases something that shit, I just say I, like the Compton album. I really could never get my head around it. I never. Compton liked it, was right? good. There you go. Can I just I ask a question? It. Can we just like, can like, we just pause for a Oli, second? No, I can't because Ollie's like everything Kanye touches, Ollie just to put it in his mouth. Okay, we All say right, no, this no. every time, and I say no, that's not true. I didn't Oli, like Oli, Jesus. If, if, I didn't if, like Eight O Eight. If, if if Kanye touched the like, big fat dildo, Ollie put it in his mouth as well, man. Let's no, like, like we go through this every time. I didn't like Eight O Eights. I didn't like Jesus. Yeah, it, it I didn't like I didn't like late registration until I was a lot older. You didn't like one of your saviour's best ever albums. What's He's not my saviour. I just said I like his music. Okay. He, 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 like, okay. Okay. he has like a 75% success rate like, when it comes that, to music. That, that makes you happy, bro. Isn't it? That's, that's, that's insane. Like, I don't know why you hate Kanye so much. I don't. It's, it's borderline unhealthy, him. man. It's borderline I, I, I don't hate him. It's the case of the album. Like, I, don't care. I said I don't care about the album. I didn't listen to it. That's what I said, right? You said you listened to it and it was like, if it was oh, toilet paper, you might have asked it. it shit. My bad. Do you know what? Maybe Matt is jealous of Kanye. Yes, Matt is Kanye West. Is exactly Matt is it. literally Kanye West. I am West. jealous of Kanye, but I'm not jealous <laughs> of Jay-Z. That makes complete sense. You but Matt, you are literally Kanye West. It might be true, though, because what? he... No, it's what true has, because... Okay, 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 please explain this to me, then. Explain this to me. What has Kanye West got, right, that Jay-Z hasn't got, that I'm jealous of? 
Why is this? Why, why is this comparison to Jay Z? Because the thing is that if I'm jealous of Kanye, then I must be jealous of Jay Z and Dr. Dre and all these other people as well, right? So I want to know there's a comparison between how, the two. How does that what make sense? Kanye Maybe because got? he's got Kim. Do you want Kim? Is that what he is? No, I've seen everything Kim has to offer, and there's nothing <laughs> special. So, do you want his oh, house? What else? What else? Is it the, what is it? What does he call it? A monastery? Do you want his monastery? <laughs> Do you know what Matt wants? I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I know exactly what Matt wants from him. Matt wants, Matt wants the title of uh, Louis Vuitton Dom. That's what he wants. Nah, Kanye ain't gonna let that go. That makes no sense. Everyone that knows Matt, me, Matt tried to make Ralph Lauren exciting, but he didn't. But he done it after Kanye. So, done it. Like, Kanye I'm made Gucci hot. Guy. Thank you very much. So no. And I put Louis the Louis Vuitton down, down. was actually um, in that 21 Savage now. That's where he took that title. But anyway. All I heard then was, I'm so jealous, I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt wants to be in these board meetings. You can never mention me, right? But hey, that little like, green monster. jealous <laughs> of Kanye West. You can never say that because I'm not jealous of him. Has anyone seen Inside Out? <laughs> I've seen that. It's a great movie. Whenever Kanye, Kanye West is mentioned, the little red one, Anger. I'm not angry. Just a bit. I've been very little headed with this. I've been so little headed. And you guys are just chatting a bag of shit right now. I'm saying. <laughs> just because I don't appreciate Kanye West the same way you guys do, it means I'm angry or something. That's the song. <laughs> not like... We didn't over-appreciate him. No, I didn't say you were angry. I said you were jealous. Okay, sorry. I'm jealous now because I don't appreciate his music. He's jangry. He's jealous and angry. Jangry. Wow. It's a new emotion. The front of him is red and the back of him is green. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. Let's let's stay on this topic. Let's stay on this topic. Let's let's, let's stay on this topic. (laughs) Tell me why I'm jealous of Kanye West, please. No, you know the jealousy is bad when you have to so make to up know, new words to describe it. I want to know why, why, why I'm jealous of this guy. Please, please. <laughs> Afia, you, you take the floor here, man. I don't know, though. I mean, it's just evident. Well, I can't gonna, explain. I'm not in your head. Something and then not I don't know why. what goes on in your brain, so... Matt is not jealous of Kanye. Matt is not jealous of Kanye. He's not angry when you mention Kanye. He's he's cool. angry. He's cool as I would just participate. Like that's what I do. Everyone that knows me, when I'm angry about something, I just switch off. And I just like, okay, well fuck this shit and I walk away. That's what I do. I'm not angry. I'm very calm right now. I just, <laughs> I just point out that I don't Do you know like what, yeah? Me thinks the lady I'm does I'm protest I'm... too much. When you listen to Kanye. No, I don't I don't feel look yeah, every time I listen to Kanye. <laughs> Every time I hear that is a good project because I know that he's released bangers back in the day. <laughs> one of my favorite ever albums is actually one of his. Like, I always say, my people, Darkest Fantasy is one of the best albums of all time. I always say that. But then me saying that the most of the stuff he's doing nowadays is shit is is seen as me like being jealous now. Like how that? It's, it's, <laughs> like, it's poor in comparison to his old stuff. 
Like it sounds like level, but it's still mo- better than most of the things that that releases. That yeah. Okay. But, but life but about you know what it is? Yeah. I'm just seeing some behavior that, that just seems like <sighs> we have to find an. <laughs> Look at. Ten, we have to find an explanation I'm talking about for what, what is going on now. here. Is, what, is the, what is the problem with me saying that he's not very good now? I never said he's never been good. It's fine. It's fine that you say that. But when someone says something that opposes that, you get really irate about because, it. Because it's bullshit. <laughs> and I'm not it's getting not. angry. I'm not getting angry. I'm just pointing out that it's bullshit. All right, look. We could. We we are not going to resolve these like emotional (laughs) issues today. What is the idea? We can go for. We can go for a nice group counselling session soon. You guys, Savior is releasing doo doo at the moment, and you lot just lap it up. But uh, good on you, no, you know, right. you know, let's let Matt have the last one on this one. <laughs> you know, no, 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 you continue if you want to continue. Don't stop no, on my, my time. Go on, no, The only thing that's irritated me in this whole conversation here is you saying I'm really confused by that. I'm really confused. I'm really confused by that. That has irritated me. And I'm not angry, but that has irritated me. And this is but at the same time, wow! We need to, we need to move on. We need to move on. I'm just go. saying, like I've never heard anyone speak so jealous of a celebrity in my life. Matt got a little bit touched by that one. Still, really? Listen, there's a little bit. It's just, just a little bit touched. Have you never heard me talk about Donald Trump before? What was that? Have you never heard me talking about Donald Trump? You said you never heard someone talk so callously about a celebrity before. Have you not heard me talk about Donald Trump? <laughs> and yeah. I do put Kanye in the category with him. Because you Kanye put Kanye was, in the category Kanye with Trump? Kanye was his lapdog. I mean, think you lot have got some really selective memory, you know. You but we're talking about his music. Look how you're reaching I'm to find his music. I do not separate music from the... Sorry, I do not separate the person... From the music okay, I, I do. I, I do. That's that's how that's how it But we, remember, we're talking about someone who's not thing. mentally oh, well at the moment. So he's, he's never mentally well when it when it's when it's the right time. Guys, oh, guys, can we can we can we get off this and go on? To, uh, <laughs> and go on a can we change topic? Just now? add his albums with anything. I don't know. Suddenly, Kanye's the number one trending thing in the world. That is, is definitely full of shit. I didn't up. even notice. I didn't even notice that trend, man. You spent a lot of time analyzing the, the, the correlation it every between time. It's like clockwork. It's like the game yes. does it. Every time the game's released an album, you have a beef with someone. You can do it all. It's like it's not. It's not hard to detect unless you're basically a bit stupid. Okay, can I ask yeah. you something? Yeah. Did you write when you were younger? Did you write a fan letter to Kanye and he never oh, responded? Yeah. You know what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I wrote to you, but you still didn't call him. I left my name, but not that. And I was only 10 years old and he never fucking released. He never fucking sent a tweet to you back in Harlem. You know, like, do you remember, like, in, um, what's that cartoon? Um, the, the superhero family, the first movie, The Incredibles, yeah. And do you remember the little boy came up to 
came up oh, to him yeah, and he yeah, was yeah. like, oh, I oh, love you. Know. And the way he parred him turned him into a whole villain. Oh, I feel no. like this is the story. Oh, no. Yeah, Tony can sign autographs. Do you know what? Like, yeah. Do you know what? Matt actually saw Ye live and he was he was like in the front I've never of the seen <laughs> I wouldn't pay my own money to go see Kanye. And he, he had a backpack on as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sign my teddy bear. <laughs> like, at least base it in reality. Come on, if you're going to back me, base it in reality. Come on. That's the whole point of the joke. That's the whole point of the joke. Oh, no, 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 don't bite at me on bullshit, bite at me on real shit, bro, come on. I have <laughs> never heard you so flustered before, you I'm know. not even flustered, that's the thing, I'm so calm, I wish that, okay, because I'm not even flustered, I am so chilled, but you guys are just chatting a bag of shit, so I'm just like confused, what the fuck? No, I tried to leave the topic like four times now. Yeah, but I'm right, let's, yeah, let's change the topic, the topic cause I'm because I'm told, dying. I'm jealous, isn't it? So if I'm jealous, please, I want to know why. You're not jealous, okay? It's just a joke, man. It's just Fucking a joke. <laughs> right, what's the next topic, man? What's the next topic? <laughs> Manny, you know what the next topic is? Compose yourself, Abia. Compose yourself. Now we can move on. Look. It's been interesting talking about Kanye, but we have one more album we need to review, Central C, and then we'll go back to a couple more topics. Um, So Central C is a drill artist from the UK, uh, came out with his debut album, Um, so he was actually playing it, uh, which he didn't mean to do. The debut album's uh, Wild West. I can start this one off. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty decent, man. Like, I really enjoyed his intro, six for six. Um, touched on usual street politics type topics. Um, I enjoyed Commitment Issues track. I think that was an introspective one. I enjoyed hit the third, last third of the album as well. Christmas Eve, Loading Tension, Gangster Biz. Um, I felt they were all really strong songs as well. It wasn't a really long album. Um, it was 38 minutes long, 14 songs. Um, yeah. yeah. I preferred um, the Diggity album, if we're going to compare, because... Um, the Diggity album had a bit more features, whereas I think this is more of our introduction to Central C. And he didn't do too bad. As he says himself, the head of Atlanta, Atlantic record labels called him you know, to get busy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nope. Gangster um, shit. Um, I'll go next. So... I think the more... I don't know why we keep listening to Drill. But the more I listen to it, the more I'm starting to warm to it. Um, This was nice to listen to. It wasn't as aggressive as Diggity's. wasn't as graphic. Um, But yeah, it was... It was a... uh, It was a decent listen. Um, I pretty much agree with what Manny said. The final third of the album was the best. And the intro was really strong. There was a period where it all felt samey samey and I started to shut off 
Um, but then I think it was around track. So I'm going to get the track list up. I think it was track track six that it picked up again. No, so yeah, commitment issues. Track seven. That's when it picked up again. My favorite track was Ruby. I thought that track was sick. I thought I thought it was really creative. I thought he put a lot of effort into it. I liked the sample and how he spun it. Just a well thought out song, and it was a less jiggy of all the tracks. But um, yeah, it was enjoyable. I don't know how to compare it to Diggity's though. I actually enjoyed Diggity's and I enjoyed this, but I think even though they're both drill, they have very different messages. So decent. It was decent. Uh, yeah, nice. Who's next? Are we having a Mexican standoff between Man and Afia? <laughs> I think so. It's kind of <laughs> wait for Afia to stand up. Standoff. I just didn't know who was next. Oh. I thought the album was really good. Um, I've never heard of Central C before this this dropped. I, I heard some of the singles like when as the album release was taking place, like you know the rollout was taking place but I'd never heard of Central C like a year before or anything like that but um, I really liked his sound I really liked the music he made the album was really good to me um, I actually quite like the fact that although he stayed true to the dual elements the beats the general sound and general flow he did bring more to it like his rhyme schemes were a bit more complicated than usual like mutual artists quite often I noticed they just rhyme just one syllable but he was doing like multiple. I love that sort of thing. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it, from beginning to end, I just found it enjoyable. Like that, that, uh, the only thing that I can really say I didn't like about the album was how short the tracks were. But then that's just that is chill, full stop. And that is just how music is nowadays. I think these kids have got really short attention spans. So a track going over three minutes is they just can't deal with it. They just buzz out. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like nah, that was a it was an enjoyable album, and it's an album that I'm probably gonna um keep on my phone and play it every now and then when I'm looking around. I really like the song. Is it commitment issue? That, that one's jokes, man. Really talk about if you can't afford a bag for the go, is go and lick it. I was like, that was, that was, that was, it was so real the way you said it. I liked it, like. I deleted the text on my phone, you don't know that I fuck them bitches. Like, I don't know, man. The, the way he talks is just like, like, it's how people, he raps the way people talk in it in real life. And I think I really appreciated that. And he did it with a, lot, with a bit more, bit of a sprinkle of genius on there. So yeah, it was a strong album for me, strong release. Cool. Afia? So I really enjoyed this project after last week. After last week, this was a welcome um, change because there was, this is not the kind of project I would listen to. It's not my kind of music, but I appreciated the effort I could feel he had put into this project. And I feel like he has figured out his sound 
and he's still working on it. You can tell he's still tweaking it, but it's there and it's distinctive. And I appreciate that. Um, the storytelling was good. That's the thing I appreciated the most. Again, it wasn't my type of music, but that element really came through for me. And um, it was a little bit scattergun, but I, I found it. You know, when I say to you guys, I just want to hear different stories all the time. Again, this project's more even than the other projects we've reviewed. Um, Tigs. In this one, I, I just, I, I got it and I was happy. He wasn't just talking about the same old thing. Thank God. Thank God. And for that reason, I would go back and listen to this again even though it's not my type of music, because it was interesting to listen to him talk about his world. And, um, you know, it was enlightening. It was a good listen. I really enjoyed this project. I really, really did. Again, not my type of thing, but I objectively could see that it's a good project. And um, his flow, I felt, was a bit choppy at times but there were some beats where it it layered on top really well and it, it created a really boppy sound that I appreciated and this is another project I think it would have been better rece received in the summertime because there were some nice summer bops on there too and there was a love song in there that I really liked as well um, which I think would be my standout tune. It was a bit of a ghetto love story and I appreciated, again, the storytelling in there because it was very real. I could feel it was coming from a very real place and I appreciated it. So, yeah, overall, good project. Can I say one random thing about the project as well, yeah? There's a song on there called Ruby and it's quite funny because it talks about a girl called Ruby that's from the Isle of Wight. And the whole time, as soon as I heard that line, I was speaking to myself, one of my friends dates a girl called Ruby that's from the Isle of Wight. I'm like, well, fucking hell, they're talking about her. But obviously it's not. But um, no, I just, that, that just, it was just in my head the whole time. I just thought I'd mention it. Maybe if my friend's listening, you'll start laughing at that. Done Deal was a banger, by the way. Done Deal was a banger. That's one of the tunes where I felt like his flow complemented the beat very well. I really enjoyed that one. And um, I think, yeah, yeah, the one I was thinking of, the love story, it's called Commitment Issues. Those two were, I, I really enjoyed those two tunes, yeah. Yeah, they were good. I think Ruby was my standout track. Let's get some scores in, shall we? Cool, um, I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to give it a... You know, I actually really like this, you know. And I'm going to say, I'm giving it a four, but with the asterisk that I'm giving it a four as a Dread album. This is like, I think this album is a lot more enjoyable than Diggity's. And um, it's probably the best pure Dread album that I've ever listened to. So, yeah, it's getting a four from me. I'm going to give think... it a high three. I'm also going to give it a three. Did you guys find he was quite... Did you find his storytelling as relatable as I did? 
not that relatable, but mm. I, I, I can see why you'd say that though. Okay. It's like even in the first tune, I think it was the first track where he was talking about the industry and how he talked a lot about how sort of there's this whole surface to the industry now. Do you know what I mean? He was very honest about it, like financially and stuff. I found that refreshing. It was nice to hear a rapper, especially a young guy, not feeling like he has to always cover the same issues and just be honest and say, like, this is really it. Sometimes I'm banging hoes. Sometimes I'm having commitment issues. Sometimes I don't have money. Sometimes I have it and I don't want to show people I have it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, just, it was cool. It was nice. It was relatable to me. I thought the funniest line for me was the one he's talking about how um, he's showing girls a certain type of thing and it and they and they like it, but it's not his fault that they're falling for it. And how when he puts his when he puts his whip in sports mode, the girls are getting wet. I was like, Yeah, I caught that. That that one cracked me up because yeah, it was related yeah. to me. But you know, Oli doesn't Oli drives his car really slowly, so that's probably why he's not really. How how is that how is that relevant? <laughs> I drive my car like a safe I, citizen. I know what it's like, yeah, to have a female in the car with me, my car being in sports mode, and then the girl being like, "Oh my god, you're so, so dangerous, mate! You're so dangerous. Why are you driving at that? Jack, I'm so wet, baby." Yeah, I, I, <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I I can relate to that. But um... do you know what I would say in terms of his broad, you know, subject matter when it comes to storytelling? I would compare it to when we were listening to Chip's last project, in terms of like how broad the subjects were. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna have to respectfully disagree. <laughs> okay. I didn't even think Chip's album had a lot of had broad storytelling in it, to be honest with you. So I, I would disagree, but because I think Central C was talking about a wider range of things than Chip. So mm, fair enough. I don't think that Central C is anywhere near Chip as a rapper. I'm not saying mm. that but he was talking about a really wide range of things. I don't think Oli listened to the album properly. I think he kind of let it just join to the background. I listened to it. I have to say, I listened to it three times to pick up what I picked up in it because I could hear it the first listen, but I really had to get through like the first yeah. and second he listen to really get there. He wasn't just talking about nonsense on this album. No, he wasn't. He subject matter in there and yeah. track had a, had a... Did you guys not hear my review? I mentioned this. Mm. He said. Yeah, I said it wasn't like a typical drill. And I, I, like, I've... You just need to think he spoke on a wide range of things. I think that's a bit weird because he did. No, I I disagreed with you compared them to Chip for the exact same reason you did. I just didn't express that. I just said I, I disagree respectfully. So you felt like he talked about a wider range of things than Chip done? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I, like I just feel like if this is where if this is where he's at now, and he can, I I can I can see that this guy could continue to grow this skill. I just I think he's you know I'll keep an eye on his career. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where he goes. Like, um, sometimes people think that because someone's good at a young age, that they're going to keep getting better. That's not always the case, but um, it would be interesting to see where he goes from here. Um, Manny, did you have a seat on this? You were first, right? I was indeed. I was indeed. Um, 
Yeah, there's nothing really else to say except for the fact that I gave it a three. Yeah, I liked it. Cool. Um, well, I went over voting then. Well, I've actually already voted on that, so that's yeah, I guess that's that's that one then. Um, the, any other topics for this week? I know that we've got a bit of news. Something news, but something that happened this week was uh, my favorite R&B artist, favorite contemporary R&B artist, Trey Songs, was out here doing Trey Songs things. This guy, I swear, he, he just he starts trending every couple of months for some wild shit that he does. This time it's because he was. Well, him. before before we dive into that, would you consider like Trey songs like a gangster R and B artist? Yes, because it's because the key bit here, the key bit is R and gangster R and B. That R and B bit is the key bit because you have these R and B artists that are like on smoking it, and Trey songs is one. Yeah. Is he a gangster or anything like that? No, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's definitely a gangster R&B artist. Okay, he's he's released um, a Black Empowerment song. Who Trey Songz? Trey Songz is not a gangster. I just gave away his particular definition of what he is. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. I've got another one. What about Meek Mills? No, you know what? I was gonna say Meek, but he's He's just so corny. He's just he's not. They try to revoke his street cred. In his okay, name what about whatever, Gunner? like, no. Gunner, then. It's, I, I don't know if Gunner's actually gang. I've never seen Gunner as a gang guy. I'm just saying... It's just because it's too hard, people. that's why you don't see I've it. Never seen... <laughs> I, I've never seen... Con- okay, Conway the Machine, is he gangster? Who? Griselda. Who? Drake? 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's still my flow, word for word, bar for bar. Conway the Machine, is Aldrey? he gangster? Conway the Machine. Yeah, he's gangster, but he's like 40. Oh, Do you know what, yeah? I'll give up. Well, no. Okay, the goalposts change too much. There's no one in their 20s, like, on their gang the shit. The goalposts change too much. They change too much, the goalposts. I said Ghana, you said nah. <laughs> okay, what about the baby and Roddy Rich? Okay. Yeah, they Roddy, released Roddy, the, Roddy they, Rich ain't gang, but um, I think the baby is. So I'll, I'll give you one. He released the BLM remix to Rockstar. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the yard doing it. Okay, so that's one. But my point. And is what that, about I, I, um that God. dude who did the yearly roundup? What's his name again? Uncle Murder. Yeah, there you go. But he's he's too old apparently, so he doesn't count. Well, what about um? What's his name as well? Oh, they're all old then. Because I was about to Wait, say, not Joel Santana. What's his name? When you're older, Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Is T Grizzly old? Is T Grizzly old? Nah, he's not. Is he street? Say who? T Grizzly. Are you taking the piss? No, I'm being serious. Have you never heard of T Grizzly? Okay, cool. Yeah, I have. Let this one go. Let's no, have you heard of T Grizzly? No, T Grizzles. I, I don't listen T- to T Grizzly, but yeah. I, I don't know who that is. But okay, all right. So T Grizzly was. We're going to be completely honest with you, right? I do. I with, especially with little baby, right? I do wonder how much of what he's doing is because he genuinely feels moved by the situation, and how much of what he's doing is because he feels like it's going to boost his career, and it's sad. 
but it's true. That is what I genuinely think. Do you know what? I think, I think I just the point realized... that I'm making, yeah, is that is that hip hop and hip hop is hand in hand with songs about police I'm brutality. Talk, not, like, yeah. I'm not talking about. Okay, I, I do understand what you're saying about the police no matter what age you are. I do get about the thing about the police brutality thing, right? But my point here is when they're talking about uniting and coming together to overcome this stuff, right? That is what I'm lost on. Because these guys are gangbangers. And by definition of being a gangbanger, your gang is banging against these other gangs. So that's the bit I'm lost on. I'm not but that saying, actually makes sense saying, because the police force is a gang. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be doing this. I'm saying I'm confused by it. That's what I said. I no, but I'm saying it's anything. actually not that confusing when you think about it's it because the history of the gangs in America... Go and kill each other. No, 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 let me just explain. The history of the gangs in America, black gangs in America originally, or someone like the Latin Kings originally was um, community protection. That was a huge yeah. part of um, I never knew that. gang life back in the day. I know Pardon? this. The Crips came from the Black Panthers. I'm aware of this. I'm aware. Yeah. Of so it actually it is, actually makes sense. That... It's kind of like things okay, going full but circle. But my point I'm making to you is, yeah, after all of these decades that have passed and how much bloodshed there's been between the gangs here, I'm surprised that someone like who's properly in the streets is making music like that because they understand why these gangs haven't united. And they haven't united because there's been too much bloodshed between them. That's why. So I'm not saying they shouldn't unite. I'm just saying that. No, I get that. It doesn't make it. Just, I'm just confused by it. That's all. I no, I get that. I'm just and saying. I think, I think, I think it's think... actually interesting because it's almost like it's come full circle. Do you know what I mean? That's, yeah, why, and... that's, that's why I just think stuff is it's about it's a money grab, honestly. And when you phrase mm. it like that, now that makes sense, and I can agree with you there. I thought you were trying to say that like it, it just never happens in hip hop but when you frame it no, like that it no, makes sense. I, was, I, was, I was never trying to say that so I apologize for not conveying my thoughts. No no it's so cool you don't <laughs> apologize man. So it's all good. Aww. Cool guys we got twenty He's twenty so minutes. Cute. We got twenty minutes um to to crack some topics. There's been a lot of big stuff in the news. I think I think we wanna have a discussion around women and like what's going on in the world at the moment, especially within the UK. R.I.P. Um, Sarah, is it Everard? Everard. Everard. Before, we, before Everard. we talk about the women and their and their fears of safety and stuff like that, can, yeah. we, can we just delve into the misogyny of Trey Songs first? Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's delve into Trey Songs. But I think I think we probably won't do that the whole women discussion this pod, right? I think we were looking to get, bring in... We can touch on it for sure, but... Oh, you're okay when I bring think, in another female guest? I think that would be... Yeah, we're going to bring in another female guest next week, right? Um, oh. Afi, you said you got you got a female that's going to come in and join the pod. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if we were confirming this discussion yet, so that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're down. We we're down to well. learn. We're here let's, to let's, learn. Let's, let's okay. not waste the last... 20 minutes of the pod trying to confirm something for next week. Let's, let's press it. I get you. So, anyway, so, that being said, um, so I saw this Trey women. songs. Yeah, go spat on. In the mouth of two women. Like, he had them right down by his crotch and he spat in their mouths. Like, and I thought to myself, this guy is a real G. I can't believe he did that. Yeah, and it's for a music video as well, apparently. I don't know what sort of smutty little music video this is going to be, but I'm going to watch it. Well, if you think about it, it's. 
Cardi B just um, had a video where she was pretty much having softcore uh, relations with some other women in a big bed. Oh, yeah, she was. And doing that. So this kind of feels like it's just kind of following the trend at the moment. Mm, Really chilly. What Chase Suggs is doing isn't bad at all. So I hope he doesn't get any negative press for it. He'll always get negative press for these things. Not Chase Suggs. But it works for him. I think Chase Suggs has like a... um, He has an elevated status in the game whereby he's allowed to get away with things that other people probably wouldn't be allowed to. Uh, no, it's just that he is, he understands who his market is and he plays to that. And because his market is happy with it, well, even like who's to year, say anything Kiki, else? His, his target market accus- are happy with it. So, last year, Kiki Palmer made some accusations about him saying that he, um, attacked, he forced her to be in the music video or some, something like that. And it's, wasn't and it's- that, um, Kiki Palmer? Yeah, so I said Kiki Palmer said it. Yeah, but she got slated for that in the end. That's the point I'm making to you. That Jay Suggs is an elevated status for most oh, people okay. in that situation. They would, they would, they would cancel him before he's even had a chance to defend himself. Mm. And uh, and that like, Trey's different. Like no matter what Trey does, he's just that guy. So I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's let's move on to the topic that we were going to debate or touch on. What are we going to? What is that going to be? Yeah, no, um, I guess, what else is happening? So we said we'll talk about what's happening more in the world next week. Um, what else is happening that we probably haven't talked about? We spoke about Grammys, we've bigged up Drake already. Um, I guess... Cardi B being Cardi B might be pregnant. She hasn't confirmed it, yeah. Pregnant or she's bloated, one of the two. I think she's pregnant, personally. So, it'll be nice if she is, bless her. She wants a big family, doesn't she? (laughs) Any new TV shows, music? Any of you guys looking forward to Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out this Friday? Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. Um, I'm excited because they're making the Heights into a movie. What's In the, the Heights? Heights, rather, it's a play. I believe it's by Lin Manuel Miranda. I think I can't remember. But oh, Hamilton. Yeah, the creator of Hamilton, but he has another play. I've actually seen it on YouTube. Oh, really? Um, yeah, there's a live stage performance you can just watch on YouTube. And uh, I think it's a wonderful... I'm not really someone who's into musicals and things like that, but I really like this one. It's isn't super sweet. The and they're turning based... it into... A, well, they've turned it into a movie. So isn't In the Heights meant to be based on an old um, musical? I forgot what it's called now. It's called In West the Heights. That's... Story. Yeah, but no, but it's, it's, it's one... That, oh, it's a remake of, of In the Heights, is it? Yeah, it's the play oh. is called In the Heights. Okay, I know this one's called. Oh, okay, sorry, because I thought yeah. there was a, Wait, another play. Hold on, but... hold on. I think Matt, you, I don't know if it's based on West Side Story, but that's the one. Okay, no, it's one. not. It's not West Side I Story. I thought it was like a modern interpretation of that. Like. No, 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 no. This is In the Heights was a has been a play for a long time, and then oh. now Warner Brothers has now turned it into a movie. Okay. West Side Story is coming up, though. Can I just read the little blurb I've got here? 
yeah, a yeah, feature version of the Lin Manuel Miranda's Broadway, a feature version of the Lin Manuel Miranda's Broadway musical in which a bodega owner has mixed feelings about closing his store and retiring to the Dominican Republic after inheriting his grandmother's fortune. Okay. Sounds interesting. I yeah. That and Lin Man- that's the guy that did Hamilton. Hamilton was sick, so I'll watch it. Mm. I'm going to watch it. I'm excited. I, 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 when the world opens back up again, I'm going to the theatre to watch Hamilton because I saw it on Disney Plus and mm. I was surprised. I didn't realise they wrapped everything all the way through the movie and they were sick of it. Oh my God, the, they, the yeah. wraps are so good, man. I was like, this is so good. I need to watch it. So I will definitely go. I need to, I need to watch it again. There's a, there's a song part that I really like. I think it's like towards the middle bit. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. a bit where the where the woman, the, the black woman, is like, I think it's his wife, isn't it? The main guy's wife. And she's doing some different singing, bro. I thought she was amazing. Uh, that, that's great. And, it's good. and you know, there's been so many stars that have come out of, like, that play. You might, if you, when you're watching, you look at the characters, um, you'll notice them. Like, you'll see them in loads of different shows now. To be fair, I, I it was the other way around for me. I noticed a lot of people that I've seen in shows in that in that play, and I thought that, fair, um, fair. and I thought that I didn't realize, shall I say, that they were so talented. You know what I mean, yeah. sometimes people get, get cast into a TV show or a movie, but they're given like a very basic role, and you don't really realize how talented they are as an as an actress or actor. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, what else is happening, guys? Ollie's hella quiet right now. Yeah, Ollie, what's going on with you, man? I'm just listening, man. I'm well, I'm well interested. I ain't ever seen Hamilton, so. Oh, you need to watch it, mate. This is all news to me. I, I know where they perform it in Victoria. It's literally opposite the station. Have you got There's Disney Plus? Every week. <laughs> yeah, dog. I'm a consumer out here. Yeah, why don't oh. you watch it then? I might, I might. I have so many things I need to watch. I still need to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna say I'm gonna watch it, but I probably won't. <laughs> Do you know what I watched this week? I, I went back and watched Coming to America. The first oh, I haven't seen the old one. I haven't seen the because I couldn't watch the new one Shit. without rewatching the old one. There's no more time. There's a lot of time. Yeah, of course, there's a lot of time, but it's kind of like I just, I just, you know, when you feel like something's gonna be disappointing. Did you watch them back to back? No, I haven't watched the new one yet. I just keep put, putting it off. Just don't bother, man. Just don't, <laughs> just don't do it to yourself. Let's watch the old one again. Um, yeah. Can we discuss Chancellor's ability to run at high speed with her heels on? Yeah, so cute and, and, when and she has her son. It's like I just think that's incredible. Like. She's so short, and she jumped over a chair in her heels. <laughs> when she tried to climb the tree, that was hilarious. Oh, I, I thought, I thought that was like Oscar award winning. Right yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's just a bit dreamy, really. So imagine her climbing my tree. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, big up Shensa. Every week we should big up Shensa. We should have, I think we should have a section in the pod where we just big up Shensa for about half an hour. The appreciation, the appreciation hour. Yeah. Anyway, Come. guys, I think we've reached our natural conclusion for this pod. Yeah, I kind of feel like 
it's been a interesting interesting pod today oh um, one thing afro nation is happening honestly i saw I, I saw one clip yeah of the people dancing on the beach and i thought to myself maybe 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 i might just start find a ticket to go out there and i'm fine for the summer but um it's it's unlikely i don't know i just on one hand i want to travel this summer on the other hand i can't see it happening but it'd be interesting to see what does happen yeah man i heard i heard germany's going through phase three so and italy too portugal might be next you know spain and portugal were like the early people on the hit list so basically affirmation ain't happening probably what probably anyway let's let's lick off the socials again shall we I'll wake him off. So, um, follow us on Instagram, is source underscore. Follow us on Twitter, is source underscore. We look forward to hearing from you all. Drop us a DM. Any requests, any new artists that you'd like us to listen to and review. Um, it's me, Manny. Follow me at, on Twitter, um, Emmanuel890. Um, Matt, what are your socials? Um, my name is Matt. And I'm on Twitter. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at Mr. Maddie Lee. And if you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Mr. Underscore Maddie Lee. Okay, so now you're done with that. Can I just drop in one more thing? There's no. um no. There's a no. story today about Asian doll, right? tattooing more of King Von on her body. How do we feel about this real quick? Cool story, bro. <laughs> 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 like, I'm, out. Right. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. No, Alright, fair enough. My anyway, cow, you, know, you can cow, find me. Oh, done, done. Like... Anyway, you can find me at earsource.afia. Oh, yeah, then you're going to just like talk over me, give me my view. Give my Afia view. was like, cut, fuck your cut. <laughs> <laughs> my view is this year. I know that them two were dating or on and off dating went before he died. But she, I think she's trying to get that um um low in London sort of level of support when she doesn't deserve it basically. So she needs to like not saying let it go. Of course you should mourn how you wanna mourn, but the way that she's been so public about it, it makes it just screams of of Tried to profit from his death. But, um, yeah, that's just my, my view. Mm, okay. All right, well, you can find me at earsource.afia, and that's on Instagram and Twitter. Send all the dick pics to Matt, please. God. Yeah. Like, honestly, if you are that sort of fruity motherfucker that wants to send me dick pics, right, then go ahead. Go ahead, because I will copy, I will save those images, and I will send them all to... Ollie. <laughs> and then I'll report them to the authorities for indecent exposure and we'll make sure we get you busted. Do you know what? Yeah, let me tell you a story real quick before you go. Real nah, are you in these stories? No, no, no. Well, listen, 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 listen. listen. One day, yeah, listen, one day I got on a bus in Holborn, went upstairs, and it was peak times, like 6 30 ish sort of times. And I went to sit, and what did I see on the seat? Some man, some nasty man's ejaculate 
on the seat. So the upstairs of this bus. How do you know, like, how do you know it was that? Jacket and not um, hand sanitizer. Did you do like a? <laughs> no, no, no. I was not the only one who. Texture I was not the only person. I've got. A, I took a picture and sent it to my friends. Yeah, I will source that picture and send to you. To confirm that that stuff was ejaculate, it's very what obvious. If it was like ice and sugar and water mixed. <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, so everybody what was avoiding this seat, yeah. And then imagine this one woman just fast up herself, comes upstairs. And everyone's trying to tell her, "Don't sit there." You know when you just the person just is so uppity and in themselves and not listening to you and sat in it. Disgusting. That's oh my, my story. Days. I got a story as well. Every day when I'm walking down the street and everybody that you meet <laughs> has an important right, point guys, of view. Fuck off. Bye. And I good say, night, hey, hey, bye, bye. wonderful kind guys. of day. Bye. Uh, you can learn to work and play. The ASOS Podcast.